Hi, and welcome to the June 5th edition of Cheap Ass Gamer 4 Play. I'm your host, Mrs. Shipwreck, and with me, as always, is Shipwreck. How's everybody doing? Last week we talked about a couple of games that we had been playing, but we also missed a couple of games. So we're going to start by talking about the games that we unfortunately missed. Mortal Kombat Armageddon came out. Yes, the Wii version of that came out. Um, I have played this extensively on the Xbox, and it's a fine game if you're into Mortal Kombat. If you're not, you're going to hate it. And the Wii version, as everybody knows, added the waggle, so you can now do fatalities by waving your arms around. So practice stabbing people and you know, mortally wounding them. That's, that's that game. That is that game. Well, the Wiimote can only add fun to Mortal Kombat. Maybe. Maybe. The other game that we missed is Championship Sprint that came out for the PlayStation 3. We never missed the PS games on purpose. It's just that the ones that are out um, downloadable for the, for the PlayStation 3, we don't know about them ahead of time. So they just kind of appear magically, and uh, that was one that we missed. It's a racing game, that's all I know. Right, this is an old arcade game that was a top-down view where you drove around in, on little tracks. and with the, You had two steering wheels on the cabinet. And it was basically just a top-down racer. It was so, okay for its time. If that's you know, if that's your cup of tea, then there you go. You've got it's five dollars. Well, and five dollars is you know definitely a good price for most of these retro games that are coming out. The other game that uh, we did preview that has gotten pushed back to coming out on the twelfth of June is Monster Madness. This is a action adventure running around shooting things game that I compared to. Hunter the Reckoning. Hunter the is, Reckoning. Is what it's like. Yeah, yeah. It got, got pushed back a couple of weeks. I'm sure everybody's uh, at so, home crying themselves to sleep right now. Right, because you have nothing else to play right now. Uh, it didn't get great reviews. Um, and, you know, it, it the demo was okay. But there is a demo out there, so if you're really curious about the game and you're really upset that it's not coming out for another two weeks, then just play the demo a few more times and, and you should be set there. Get some self-esteem. <laughs> it's not that bad of a game. I liked it. I thought it was fairly entertaining, and there wasn't a giant teddy bear that ended my life all the time. So we'll move on to your playing at work when you should be working, but you're really taking a break game. Yes, that would be uh, Etrian Odyssey for the DS. Uh, I talked about this a little bit at length last week, and I'll just touch on it again here. I'm about a third of the way through now and still... Grinding away at my characters, it's your typical uh, turn-based RPG where you're just holding down the A button a lot to do a lot of battles. But I enjoy it. Well, and it's certainly better than, I don't know, working. Uh, that it is. Uh, the other game that you've been playing a lot is Odin Sphere. Well, I wouldn't say I've been playing a lot. I've, I put in another hour and a half from last week. Uh, I need to get a little bit more into it, but... I'm still on the first chapter, or I'm on the second chapter of the first book, which is still the Valkyrie. And I do have the sheep plants now, so I'm able to plant sheep and eat them. Which we talked about last week. It's the first game that offers plants that grow sheep. Uh, the other game that I had talked about that we've been, that I had been playing is Innocent Life, the futuristic Harvest Moon game that is out for the PSP. Excellent game. If you're a Harvest Moon fan, I definitely recommend picking it up. I haven't played it much, and we will soon talk about why, but first we're going to talk a little bit more about the Halo 3 beta, 
that is out for the 360. Right. And last week uh, we had mentioned that you might actually give it a go. And And I did. I was a Halo 3 virgin. I am no longer. It went well, which is surprising because those kind of games potentially can end up with Chip sleeping on the couch. No, I'm just kidding. I don't ever make him sleep on the couch. But um, usually if I die a lot, even if he's not the one that kills me, it's still his fault some way, um, you know, even if it's really has nothing to do with him, it's it's his fault. So I think most guys can relate to that. Yeah, but I died a lot, and you didn't get blamed, and I got... Maybe once or twice. Six kills. You got six kills over about five games, I think. Right. And there were, there were two high points of playing the Halo 3 beta. Um, first of all, it was a lot of fun. I had a blast. Second of all, for some odd reason, and I'm not quite sure how... The Xbox does the rankings, but even with all of my kills and my you know very small amount or sorry deaths. all of my deaths, not, my not very kills. small amount of kills, I somehow managed to get myself up for about 15 minutes to a rank number two, and Ship was still at that point ranked number one, so that was kind of good, you know, which probably contributed to us having a lot of fun with the game because you know that certainly did make me happy. The only the, the biggest problem that I had is that because I'm not familiar with the Halo franchise, I don't know what the weapons look like visually. So when I'm walking around trying not to, you know, make sure nobody notices me to come kill me and trying to find a better weapon than the one I started with, I don't know if I'm picking up crap or not. Uh, certainly I never picked up the laser because that was mostly what killed me. But, you know, there were some guns I'm sure that I picked up that people were like, why is she using that? But I have no idea. I mean, I could have been picking up a twig and trying to beat somebody with it, and I still wouldn't have had any idea. So, it was fun. Yeah, you were doing all right. You, uh, I was watching your half of the screen because it splits it uh, half and half. One player's on the top, one player's on the bottom. And I was sneaking peeks at your screen, and your aim was on. It was just... Uh, other players' aims were on a little bit better. Well, and I mean, and I, I haven't played a first-person shooter since... Uh, GoldenEye for the 64, which I loved. I played in college a lot. And um, what really has helped my aim, I guess, is Oblivion. Right. You just need to be able to summon, summon a Dremora and use your right. paralysis staff right. in so Halo you, 3 and you'd be set. The trick in Oblivion is to paralyze the enemy and then just beat them to death. Or, you know, bow and arrow them to death. Whatever, at that point, because they, they can't come and kill you. So, But you can't do that in Halo. So, I don't know, you might catch me on there playing. If you do, then, you know, definitely let me know that you're a CAG and that you're a listener, and I'll definitely be there for you to hunt down and kill. Okay, uh, I guess we'll go into some of the new releases that we talked about last week. Uh, these are the, the brand new games, and Circuit City got a lot of business from us this week. Uh, they had that deal where Mario Party 8 was... Uh, on sale for $40, and there was another deal uh, where you got a, another... If you bought two Wii games, you got $20 off your total purchase. And so I went in there on Wednesday to see uh, if they had Mario Party 8 to try to get a gift card if they didn't, but they had it. So I picked that up, and I picked up uh, Far Cry Vengeance as well because that was the only $20 game I could find, so it was... Basically a wash there. It was free. It was $40. Got me out the door with uh, Mario Party 8 and uh, Far Cry. Uh, And I guess you want to talk about Mario Party 8 a little bit? Yeah. um, First of all, we should start by laying the groundwork in that Ship and I play the Mario Party games a lot, um, as we mentioned last week. We've been a fan. They're games that we can play together. Um, 
when you just want something quick to play. And in a lot of the games that we play separately, you know, I don't play the games he's playing. He generally is not playing the games I'm playing. But this is a game we can play together. This game gives me a gigantic headache because the graphics are pretty fuzzy for a Wii game. They're very fuzzy. They're worse, I would say, than Mario Party 7. And the other shocking thing about the, the visuals of the game is that it's not in widescreen. It doesn't support widescreen. So with our TV, we've got two nice little, albeit a Nintendo pattern down the side, but it's still not widescreen, and it seems to me like that's that's pretty sad at this point. We're at Mario yeah, Party 8. that's unacceptable. 7 would go into widescreen mode just fine on the Wii. I don't know why we're into the next generation of high-def TVs, which Nintendo clearly isn't supporting in the first place, but most of the TVs you can buy now are widescreen to begin with, so I don't know why you wouldn't support it. So, we were disappointed about the graphics, because, as I said, they were very fuzzy. At times, I would find myself having to look away and look back at the screen, because I just couldn't focus on words, especially. Um, the other thing that we didn't really talk about much the last time, but it was mentioned a lot, is that they changed up the camera angle. So, instead of having a true over-the-top view of the game board, you're more behind your character. And you don't see much of the game board as you're playing, which I found frustrating. Right, it was very claustrophobic. I mean, you you get in real close to the characters, and, I mean, you can you can zoom back out and look at the map or whatever, pull up the map, but it didn't give as much as the game board field where you were actually looking at a, at a game board when you were playing. And maybe it was better that we didn't see the background, because the backgrounds of the game boards were even more fuzzy than the actual game board itself, but... Yeah, it, it was just, it was very clear that this did not start off as a Wii game. This was this was a GameCube right, game to begin right. with. Well, and the other thing that certainly you know supports that theory is the fact that at least fifty percent of the games, the mini games that we have played so far, and granted we have not played them all, have you playing where you turn the Wii Mote sideways and play like a normal controller? Yeah, at I don't. Least I, don't 50%. I don't get that at all. I mean, the whole appeal of the Wii is to be able to use this remote that we have where we can wave it around, we can point it at stuff, we can do all these motions, and then half the games you're playing a 3D game with the controller turned sideways using the buttons to jump and punch and the D-pad to move around. It doesn't it doesn't fit the Wii at all. Well, and you know, you and I have talked at this point, if I'm going to go play a Mario Party game, I'm going to go get Mario Party 7 out. <laughs> yes. Because I, I, I don't see the point in getting Mario Party 8 out. Um there really isn't anything about the game that, that makes me impressed, and more so I feel a little bit chipped. I I would definitely feel chipped if we didn't basically get this game for $20. True, true. So, you know, I... But that being said, if you've never played Mario Party before, uh, this might not be the best one. In fact, I think it's probably one of the worst uh, Mario Party games, if not the worst. Uh, the only thing this has over... Any of them is on Mario Party 1, you get a lot of blisters, and this one I have not gotten blisters so far, so that's a plus. Right. Well, that's because you're just using the remote turn sideways and pretty, and pretty ergonomic there. It seems like I, I have memorable games from the old ones. I mean, there's, there was the fishing games where you throw yeah. out the hands. There there was the games where you would come down and with the toy cranes and try to pick up with other players. There's I can only remember one, game, where... one game in this one. What game? No, I was thinking my oh, okay. favorite Mario Party game is the one, well, probably not my favorite, but the, the one that I always remember is the one where it's a three versus one game, and if you're part of the, the group of three, you just have to wiggle. 
That's, that, that's what yeah, you do. That's, that's the toy crane game. The toy crane, yeah. Yeah, that's the one I was Wiggle. talking about. Yeah, I like that one. Okay. Um, that being said, don't go out and buy Tamagotchi Party On either, because that, it turns out, is a minigame compilation, but even if you're playing multiplayer, you don't play the minigames with other people. You just play a minigame by yourself, and you play with other people on the game board. So... It looks kind of like a wash for all these minigame compilations that came out last week. Yeah, I would stick with WarioWare. I had a lot more fun with that one. So there you go. Hopefully that helped, you know, save somebody from that was really looking forward to Mario Party 8 from being disappointed. All right. Uh, well, another good thing of that trip to Circuit City, though, was that they did not have Forza Motorsport 2 in stock. So I was able to get the $20 gift card for that, and I went back uh, later in the week and picked up Forza Motorsport 2 along with um, Fantasy Star Online because they had the deal where if you bought uh, Forza, you got any 1999 360 game for free, and that was the only 1999 game they had left. Which was better than I did because I went to Circuit City on my day off trying to find Forza. They were out of it. And the, the thing that really surprised me is that I talked to three people that worked at Circuit City between the ages of 16 and 25, and it was only until the third person I got to knew what Forza was. The first two went, Forza? Uh, what's that out for? What kind of game is that? So by the end, I was a little frustrated. I was pretty convinced that they weren't going to have it. They offered me Shadowrun. And when I went to try and find the 1999 game that I was going to buy with Shadowrun to make Shadowrun worth purchasing at that point, they had nothing. Absolutely nothing. So you were lucky to even find a $20 game. I was. Uh, and I was lucky to pick up Forza. I wasn't very big on it last week, but with this deal in Circuit City, I, I bid on it. You're eating your words now, aren't you? I am. I, I've probably put in eight hours already this week on it, and it's very enjoyable. Um, now, you're not playing online, though. I played a couple games online against one guy, and that was it. Right. Because the online, the way, the way it works is uh, you get in a room and you have to wait for the other players to finish their race. So there's a lot of down sitting around. It would be okay if you got together with friends or you got you in a, chat. got in a group that started the race and you just kept on racing with those people. But finding a ranked race or just a quick match race to get into, so you have to you. yeah you have to sit there and, and wait for a long time. And you were I mean you were trying at, at peak hours. I mean this was over the weekend. It wasn't like you were home at, at right. I was trying Saturday in night. the middle of the day on a weekday. But um, so you've been customizing a lot. There's I've a lot been, of customizable car or customized cars out there too. I've been customizing as far as park or uh, car, car parts. parts go. Not the uh, not the not, artistic end of it. No, I, it's I tried. Really hard. Yeah, I I tried to start making a GI Joe uh, car there, the whole GI Joe logo. And then I came in and made fun of it. So that got stopped. <laughs> so if anyone out there is good at this and wants to make a GI Joe car, because now I feel bad. It was probably best that you came in and stopped me because that was a, <laughs> really sad. That wasn't going to work pretty well. bad. Um, but the whole time you've been customizing your Forza cars, I've been playing Pokemon, and we've had Pokemon for about Pokemon Diamond, by the way, for the DS Lite. You got it on Friday. And I've logged about fifteen hours, so not much else got done in our house this weekend. I have never played a Pokemon game before. I picked it up solely because we found it used at. Uh, one of our great little local stores. stores. Yeah, actually, we got it because 
I took the Far Cry that we got with Mario Party 8, and I took the Fantasy Star that we got with uh, Forza Motorsport. Traded those in. Traded those in, got $40, picked up the used copy of uh, Pokemon for 25 and then I found WarioWare Twisted for the DS for uh, 15 15 And we got... Uh, Mario and Luigi Lost in Time, because we had never picked that game up, so we figured we should pick that up. That was, like, ten bucks. Yes. So so we, you know, traded in some games that we already had for some DS games that we needed, and, you know, I wasn't sure what to expect with Pokemon. I really like it. Uh, there's a lot of collectible stuff in the game, which I wasn't, I wasn't anticipating. More than your Pokemon, I mean, you collect your Pokemon, but then you feed them different things to get them to like you, or to get them to be tough or cute, and then there's contests, and it's kind of overwhelming, um, I but I have really enjoyed it, and it's fun to wander around. It's it's fun to collect all the different Pokemon. How many have you collected so far? Fifty-five. My Crap. highest. I thought I was going to have more Forza cards than when no. you had Pokemon. No, and my highest level, um, my highest level Pokemon is at level thirty-two. Which some people that in the message boards were talking about like their hundred their Pokemon at level hundred and and then they were talking about these shiny Pokemon which apparently randomly appear I don't know I'm I'm just trying to focus on having fun with it because I think my head will explode if I try and figure it all out with one game but um but definitely enjoyable my only complaint and I don't know like I said I've never played Pokemon before I don't know if this is new to this game is that in most you know, RPG games, when you level up, right. your health goes back to full. When I level up my Pokemon, their health stays where it's at. Actually, Etrian Odyssey is the same way. And I don't like that. because it drives if, me nuts. If I get to level up and my Pokemon levels up with experience, I want its health to be full. But instead, i got to go back to somewhere where it can rest or feed them all these potions. And it, I feel gypped. I feel like... If it levels up, it needs to have full health. That's my biggest complaint, which is not a big okay. complaint. That's not bad. Now, I've never played one of these games either. Right. And I still haven't touched Diamond right. at all. because But it looks Wombat like... just got Pearl, so we're planning on trading Pokemon online, because he's about right where I am. Okay. Because I don't know anything about these games, so I'll have to pick one up at some point. And... It's, they're fun. Okay. I mean, it's it's got a lot of the RPG aspect of it. I just always thought Pokemon were for kids. I mean, we have nieces that love Pokemon, and I just, I don't know. I just thought it would be stupid, but it's not. It's a lot of fun. Okay. Well, enough Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> that's so that's been out for a while. We've got so. some actual new releases for those of you that are like, man, stop talking about these games that have been out. Um, the first game you're going to talk about is Call of Juarez. Yes, very well pronounced. Yes. Juarez. No, it's not Juarez. Call of Juarez. <laughs> it is a... Western We're from Ohio, so just keep that in mind. That so goes right up there with Anamusha, right? And whatever else we pronounced wrong last time. I pronounced Tamagotchi wrong because Cheapy pointed it out, but right. he also pronounces Mario wrong, so we're even. He pronounces it different. Mario, Mario, Mario. Yes. Which I don't know where that comes up. Anyways, College Juarez. Uh, this is a new. Uh, First-person shooter, it's set in uh, the Old West. It's done by a Polish uh, development team, oddly enough. Now, see, I'm Polish, and there are no Old Wests in Poland. Right, well, this takes place in the American Old West. Okay. Got to clarify. This is coming out for the 360 and the PC. Uh, It actually came out last year for the PC in Europe, and it got uh, good scores, 7s and 8s. 
And apparently this time around they've they've fixed a lot of the problems or they've said that they've fixed a lot of the problems that people complained about in the European release. Uh, there's two playable characters in this. One is Billy Candle. He is a younger character that uh, gets falsely accused for killing his family. He's there when people see that the family is dead and he runs away so people think that he he did the murdering. So he does the typical role of hey, uh, i got to get revenge on my family and clear my name. And then there's a second character, which is the brother of his stepfather, who is uh, this reverend that uh, thinks it's his call from God to hunt down and uh, execute Billy. And it's pretty standard stuff from what a Western game would be. You have your fights on horses, you have your slow-motion bullet time that they've thrown in every one of these westerns for the uh, the showdowns and the duels. Pretty much everything since Gun, right? Uh, Gun had that. Red Dead Revolver had that. And I think even the crappy first-person shooter that came out for Xbox had that, too. I can't think of the name of that one right now. but okay, well, we'll Yeah, it doesn't matter. You can fill it in, because y'all know what it's... Fill in a crappy they have no idea what it is, shooter. probably, either. It's okay. It's pretty bad. Um, well, I don't, I mean, I don't, anything Western typically add. Uh, this one looks okay, though. Um, they have some Half-Life elements to it, apparently, where you can stack boxes to solve puzzles, and Billy has a whip that he can use to uh, go across canyons and that type of stuff. I don't know. It It seems like it's a decent game. It seems like a rental, though. There's a lot of online play. There's a lot of modes other than Deathmatch, but... At this point right now, there's already so many good first-person shooters for the Xbox uh, 360 that I don't know if Call of Juarez will really uh, fit the bill for a lot of people. Um, As far as deals on this go, Family Video has this for $5 off for the 360 version, so $55 there, and it doesn't look like there's any uh, deals for the PC version. And moving on to our next one, I'll also cover this one. This is one I'm sure to mispronounce. Dragon Ball Z Harakunaru Densetsu. Herefore known as Dragon Ball Z trading card game that nobody really cares about unless you like Dragon Ball Z and trading card games. Because that's what it is. That is exactly what it is. It's a trading card RPG. You walk around, you level up your cards, you battle them against people. So how are the trading card games different than the Pokemon game? That's a good question. I don't because, play either. You know, I mean, you're downing. I mean, you're seriously. I mean, you're putting down the Dragon Ball Z game. But you know, I guess if I would have asked you a month ago if Pokemon games were good, you probably would have said no. So I, I would have said it. I don't know. I wouldn't have been as quick to judge the Pokemon games because I, I know that they're a quality game. I'm not so sure about this Dragon Ball Z Harry Carry dinner game. Uh, it's. <laughs> That is not even close to what that says. I mean, I'm not going to try and pronounce it because you've already made yourself look like a uh, language master. But yes, uh, but I, I even oh. think like Nintendo Power gave this game out of four out of ten. Okay, so well, is so Nintendo Power rating it Nintendo, that low? Right. Okay. Not so so just high. keep that in mind because Nintendo wants you to buy this game, and they're still only giving it. A well, it's an Atari game, but it's thirty dollars for still, the DS. They want to sell games for their own. No, system. no deals whatsoever on it. So the other game that I talked about, or the next game that I reviewed, is Planet Puzzle League um, for the DS. It's very similar to Pokemon Puzzle Challenge, where instead of the blocks falling from the top like they do in Tetris, they lines of blocks come up from the bottom, and you've got to put 
three of the same color or symbol blocks together to make them disappear. My favorite gameplay mode in these games is always the puzzle aspect of it, uh, but of course there's a timed mode, there's an endless mode. Uh, th- and people, people might know this game better as uh, Pokemon Puzzle Challenge and... Uh, which I said. Tetris Attack. Tetris Attack is also the other one. Okay. Um, yeah. But it's the same, you know, it's the same game. It's just, you know, being released for the DS. You hold a DS book style, so it's okay. turned. And, of course, you know, being on the DS, you'll have the stylus touchscreen action that you've never had before. Which should work well for this kind of game because this right. is this is similar to, like, a Bejeweled or something where you're you're moving the box around what you want to select around. So if you're moving it by, by like, the D-pad or whatever, it's a little slower than if you were just picking with the stylus, right? And you'd think that, but a couple of the reviews that I read said that, if anything, they thought that pulling the DS tilted somehow helped the speed of the game. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure what to expect. Um, I don't know, I guess, because then you're dealing with a longer game. Well, it would make sense because you... yeah. you have the height because this right. goes for a vertical right. puzzle. So. so we'll see. I mean, if you like puzzle games, this is definitely a quality puzzle game to pick up. Um, it's easy to make a cheap, crappy puzzle game, but, you know, this is definitely a franchise that has done well in the past. So, you know, you can spend your $30, you know, with confidence. It's gotten good reviews. The worst thing that, that has come out about this game is the soundtrack, which you can't ever expect. A well, quality soundtrack on these games. I think they're actually... Pushing this as one of those touch generation games, so it's in the same line as uh, brain training. Okay. So there, it's going for a more adult feel. So anyway, bring your iPod. Um, that's my solution to the the uh, crappy soundtrack. Crappy soundtrack, yeah. Okay. The other thing that's coming out is the DS Lite web browser, um, which has been out in Japan for a while now. There's a couple things that have changed versus the the version that was released in Japan and the versus the, the version that's being released here in the US. The first thing is that it includes flash. Okay. Um which and should help. Yeah, it'll it'll let you use more websites that way. Right, because the Japanese version didn't include flash. Okay. I know Chibi had that one, so he yeah. talked about it in the past. Uh the biggest thing that people are talking about are is that um if you buy it in the store, if you just happen to see it at your brick and mortars or you go online to Amazon and order it, it's going to say DS Lite web browser. It's the Opera web browser. It's the same browser that the Wii uses. But anything that you're going to be able to buy in the store is going to say DS Lite, and it will only work on your DS Lite. It will not work on your first-gen DS. Oh, if you that sucks. want, Well, but the weird thing is, is that they're releasing a DS version but you have to buy it from the Nintendo online store. And I that hate it version when Nintendo does that. Well, but that version works for both the DS and the DS Lite. So, so why not ship that one to the stores? I don't know. I mean, cuz anything that says DS Lite, people automatically see as being newer and better. So just beware. A lot of people out there are, you know, circulating the rumor that it's not going to work on on your first gen DS, and that's kind of true. But if you know what you're doing and this is something that you're you're looking for and that you often wish you had a web browser when you're playing your DS, which I personally don't. I'm never I have no I'm need never for this whatsoever. looking for this, but you know, there's people out there that might. So um but 
Just know which version you need to buy. All right. Looks like the Miss Shipwreck train is rolling on with our next one. Yeah, Miss Sh- Mrs. Shipwreck got to uh, preview a lot of games this week because... There was a lot of crap I didn't want to deal with. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That, that, and Mrs. Shipwreck is currently in pre-graduation mode, so, you know, i got a lot of time on my hands. Um, Shrek the Third came out a couple weeks ago for every other system known to man other than the PSP, and now it's out for the PSP. So, if you didn't read the reviews telling you not to buy it a couple weeks ago, you can listen to this one, and again, I'm going to tell you not to buy it. See, here's the thing. The demo is on the 360. You mm-hmm. know I played it. And I, I watched played you it, played it several times because I really, I like the, I like the Shrek movies. I like Mike Myers. I like listening to the funny comments that they make, which are all part of the game, um, if not the original voices. But here's the thing. As soon as you start playing, you notice that the camera swings in front of you, and you're looking at Shrek from either the front or the side, which makes it very hard to know where you're going, where the bad guys are that you're trying to kill, and it's just kind of confusing. Like, I kept looking for, I kept hitting the trigger buttons, the shoulder buttons, to try and move the camera, and there's no moving the camera. It's just, I don't know, it got kind of boring. Fortunately, you didn't really have to know where you were going because it was very linear to begin right, with. And you could pretty much just hit a button over and over again and kill them. Right. Enemies. You just wander through, hit A a bunch of times, collect the coins that pop out. You'll be good. I don't see this being very big on the PSP market here. but uh, No, but if you want it, you can uh, go to Eevee or GameStop and get a mail-in $10 gift card with purchase. Or you can go to Family Video and buy it for $37. So... Um, and that brings us to our last uh, new release, retail release this week, and it's probably the the biggest one, I guess, this week. The only one that he didn't let me do, because it's a quality game. Well, I, I took a couple <laughs> of them. Yeah. But uh, this is Tomb Raider Anniversary, coming out for the PS2 and PC this week, and later in the month for the PSP. Uh, this is a $30 game, and it's basically a reimagining of... The original Tomb Raider with the Tomb Raider Legend engine. And I played quite a bit of Tomb Raider Legend. Uh, right, I, there was quite a bit of Laura Croft going, ah, all the time. I was actually going to ask you about that. You remember the first game where I just died over and over again? She'd crumple right. up, break her neck. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if in this game they were going to well, do the little the second, grunt. Every time she hits the wall, she went, ah. Yes. Yeah. Very nice. That's all I remember because... I don't know. I just didn't get... I didn't really get into these games myself, so... Right. Well, back then, they had a really broken control scheme where... Right. You would basically have to do little taps to turn your character, and then you up always moved you forward. Right. It wasn't having the dual No, it was similar to the Resident Evil kind so. of control. Well, this one, they it's much more fluid. It's, it's like Tomb Raider Legend, which I played... Uh, on the 360 and got all my nerd points, went back through, did all the time trials. So I enjoyed it quite a bit. And this one looks to be uh, just as good as Legend, if not better. The PC version is supposed to have significantly better graphics than the PS2 version, uh, which kind of makes me wonder why they didn't just go ahead and put out a 360 or PS3 version of this as well. And that's the only thing that's holding me back from buying this this week. But uh, Best Buy does have a deal uh, this week where it's $20 for the PS2 in stores. And it's probably online, too, if I didn't check that. You'll totally go buy that at lunchtime one day this week. Well, see, I have a $5 reward certificate, too, that expires at the end of this month. So that would bring it down to $15, which 
It's very tempting then. Who are you kidding? You're going to buy this game. All right, He's going to buy this game. We might hear about this next week. So, yeah, you'll be hearing about it, and I'll be, you know, making that little pansy grunt noise again. Um, on the DL? On the DL, which, you know, were all games that I got to play today while I was home, and uh, the best one that I'm going to skip to, even though it's not in the order that Shipwreck has provided me with, is Zelda 2 You can't go messing with my outline. Yes, I can, because I previewed them. So, Zelda 2. Now, before I played this game again today, all I remembered is playing this game. I loved Zelda when I was growing up. My sister and I had the guide. We played the game through quite a few times. We loved this game. We got in Zelda 2, and we were so excited, and I died over and over again. And that screen, the red screen with Ganon, and it makes that really obnoxious the sound. The laughing sound. Yeah. That would haunt me in my dreams. I mean, because he, that is all I heard, I just died constantly. He mocked us all a lot. Now, the, the biggest thing about Zelda 2 is that it's got much more RPG elements than the first Zelda did. And a lot of people didn't like it just because it was different. Well, it changed everything. It, it changed from the top-down view to the side-scrolling and jumping. But the whole game wasn't side-scrolling. The map was top-down, and then when you got to the towns and the battles, it was side-scrolling. Right. But along with the side-scrolling, you also had you know, simple things that seem really stupid to us, but when you were using the sword... You could crouch and it would shoot, shoot little pew pews and out. You could, yeah, but you could do that standing too. So I mean, there was definitely some expanded fighting aspects that okay, and still the, the little glob things would just jump on my head. No, see, it wasn't the glob things. It was the guys when you got to the castles that um, were kind of like knight-looking guys that you could. No, they would just hit. stab you. Right, right. <laughs> that was where I died, and that is where I again died. I confess, I never beat this game. You never beat this game. No, I do remember fondly. Finding it extremely funny when I was, I don't know, I was probably seven or eight at the time, and you would go into the house with the girl, and she would, the door would shut, and then your life would get replenished. Yeah, yeah that was kind of funny. That, that, was, that was extremely hilarious for a little boy. Yeah, I can imagine. Yes, I'm quite sure. good. Not as good as the GoGo 13 cutscene. That one, adults know. only right there. I don't know. I didn't have any little boys in my family, so, you know, my gaming at that point was probably a little bit more mature than yours was. Maybe. But anyway, Zelda 2, you know, it's still a quality game. Uh, it's probably the most unlike Zelda game of Zelda games, if that makes sense. It's the only one that's different. <laughs> but, you know, it's still definitely a solid uh, game. I should qualify that because people get upset at me on that one, but it's the only one that's vastly different in gameplay style. All right. the rest of them, whether it's 3D or overhead, they're, they're still the basic. But you even admitted at that age when this game came out, you weren't going to sit down and play an RPG. Oh, I hated RPGs when I was younger. It was an RPG, so if you're looking for a good quality old school RPG, then this is definitely worth it. I mean, what, it's coming out at eight bucks? Five bucks. Five bucks. So there you go. I mean, it's, it's five dollars. Definitely get it. Um, what's not coming out at $5. What's coming out at $8 is Toe Jam & Earl. The second Toe Jam & Earl, the Impanic right. this isn't This isn't to be confused with the first Toe Jam & Earl. No. Which, like Zelda, went from a top-down view to this side-scrolling. And, you know, both of us, I, it wasn't as good. I, I didn't have fun playing this game today. You didn't have fun playing this game today. I, I liked it okay when I was younger, but it's lost something, definitely. 
So it's, it seems like a very average platformer now. Yeah. It, so I mean, it's out. If you're a fan of the Toe Jam and Earl games, you know you need to know what you're buying. That you're buying the second game. It's not as good as the first game, but you might still like it. So if that was a game that you remember playing as a kid and you want to spend eight dollars on it, then then go ahead. Uh, the next game that's coming out for the Wii Virtual Console is Mylon's Secret Castle, which is a little elf-like guy running around shooting things in a castle. This is a horrible game. It was pretty bad. The thing that really got me is that the soundtrack entirely sounds like it's coming from a carousel, and that's really annoying. Um, and you don't think it bothers you, but seriously, you expect the little pretty horses to start coming out in the game. So... The thing that bothered me about this game, it was horrible. (laughs) It was pretty bad. But um, it's, how much is it? This is a $5 game. But it's $5, so that's a plus? I don't know. Don't buy this. Don't buy this game. Uh, The other game that's coming out is Dead Moon, which is a side-scrolling shooter. shooter. Yes. You're in a plane. You're in a spaceship. Right. Uh... And Shipwreck yelled at me because I immediately said, this looks just like, what's it called? A GS Wing. A GS Wing, which is out for the 360 and was you know, a pretty fun game. You played it for a while. Um, and then he got mad and said that all the purists are going to you know, yell at me for comparing the, this old school classic I don't know NES if it's a classic. Game to TurboGrafx-16 game. TurboGrafx-16, right? Sorry. That's all right. <gasps> See? That's why you're here. I know. Um, They'd be all over you right now. Right, I know. But it, it does. It looks the same. I'm sure it's not the same, but it looks similar. But that should be a compliment on the people that created Dead Moon, because obviously it's got staying power. If they're still releasing games that look exactly you, like, it, you know who, it's a classic uh, game. Wikipedia it, I, says published this game? Who? Natsumi. Really? Yes. I, was, I saw the name Dead Moon, and huh. I... Harvest, they're the publishers of Harvest Moon, the developers of Harvest Moon. I don't know what that has to do with anything, but... Well, anyway, <laughs> it, me comparing it to Aegis Wing is not in any way an insult. So let right. me just this, throw that This out is a, a standard scrolling shooter where you could power up your weapons, you grab power-ups, and you're shooting, uh, scrolling right, and you holding down the shooting button, and you, you have your bombs. You could power up your weapons in Aegis Wing, which is, was the only, when I asked Chipwreck how they were different, that was the only thing he could come up with. So they can't be that much different if no one can tell me why. So if you can tell me why and you want to PM me, that's fine, but I'm still not trying to insult anyone here. Okay. So well, those are the games that are coming out. Um, yeah, let's wrap this up then. So uh, what are we going to buy and play? Tomb Not Raider. much this week. Maybe Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider is what week. we're gonna buy and play. Yeah. So if there's any good deals that you found that we missed, as always, uh, get on the thread and post it. Cause right. We're in the general gaming uh, forums thread on Cheap Ass Gamer, and I think that's about it. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Talk to you guys later.